hello, hello, once again on my fellow patriots and you filthy leftist talkers out there. You are listening to Angela Sobox on Raging Leftist Radio. My name is Angela Box. Um, guys, I've got some exciting news. So, before we get into all the uh, housekeeping and whatnot, I'm not doing video this week for the show. I promise I'll be back on video next week and going forward. But I just, today's just, it's an extra show. I've got too much going on and I need to just be able to just... Boop, 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 go and not worry about the video. Anyway, um, the show is going, this show is going to be expanding, as I mentioned uh, last week. We're going to be doing a show on 1070, which is the Salem Network here in Houston, KNTH, which I hope to parlay into a daily show. Up to God on that one. And then, of course, I've got the DC show on uh, Tech and TV ne- uh, Network that's going to be coming on uh, May 11th. And I think my 1070 show will be on May 12th or 13th. So, excuse me, May 13th. So, lots of exciting things happening. If you're interested in sponsoring or have a product to advertise and would be interested in me doing that, get get it on the foundational level of the Angela Box juggernaut. Because I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a juggernaut. And uh, when I can finally break out into a bigger platform... I promise you, I'm going to make these people's lives a living hell, as I've made mention many times. So if you're interested in that, uh, please contact me at AngelaSoapbox1 at gmail.com. And uh, let's get into all this stuff. If you want to follow Angela Soapbox on uh, Instagram and Facebook, it's the real Angela Box. And uh, some news, breaking news. I finally, <laughs> I finally broke down and got myself another Twitter because I have been trying to get my old Twitter back forever, ever since January, and they just ignore me. They won't send me the magical six-digit code to get it back. So I finally just decided to suck it up and get a new one, and I also did the same with YouTube. So YouTube, Twitter, BitChute, and Rumble is all at Angela's Soapbox. So please go follow, tell your friends. I'm trying to rebuild from the beginning. It's crazy. Um, These people... Just keep kicking me down. And I'm y'all, like I say, playing whack-a-mole with these leftists. I'm a whack-a-mole. They are whack-a-mole and me, but I'm going to keep popping up. Okay, guys, every week on my show, I like to dedicate a sea turtle killing plastic straw <laughs> to a filthy leftist or sometimes, um, oh, controlled opposition, if you will. And it's no surprise this week that the straw is going to Fox News, more, more specifically the Murdoch family, which my sister who watches Succession and I don't. She was like, uh, duh, it's based on the Murdochs. I'm like, it is? And she said, yeah, now you should really watch it and you'll hate him even more. So it's going to Rupert Murdoch and his uh, his deep state sons and um, the the rhinos that run Fox News that are hell-bent on taking us back to milk toast Mitt Romney days. I mean, look who sits on the board. It's Paul Ryan, who was Mitt Romney's running mate. So look for Mitt Romney to make m- more appearances on Fox News going forward. So let's uh, take a swig of our sea turtle killing plastic straw. I have a fresh Diet Coke. It is hitting my throat perfectly. And let's talk about it. So on Monday, I'm sitting there having my breakfast and my friend texts in this group. She was like, oh, my God, Tucker just got fired. And I'm like, come on, come on. No, he did like that is no, you're you're reading something wrong or something. No, sure enough. And it, when when we all heard the news that Tucker was fired, I bet you, ladies and gentlemen, just like when Rush Limbaugh died, and just like when Rush Limbaugh announced he had cancer, I remember exactly where I was. Exactly, and I will remember exactly where I was when I heard that Tucker got fired because this is 
This is truly a, a turning point in American media. It's not just that Tucker was getting more red-pilled, although he was. He was certainly becoming more red-pilled. I mean, he was far from the Tucker of, you know, the Martha's Vineyard Republican that he maybe used to be. He has become significantly more um, on the truth-teller side, certainly about the COVID vaccine, the COVID masks, um, all the lockdown, the, the stuff they've done to the kids, the transgender agenda, what's going on with this Biden criminal family, all of it. And, the, you know, our southern border being wide open and why is that? And, you know, he was definitely asking questions like, how come Bush, Obama and Clinton are all, you know, buddying up to shepherd all these illegal aliens throughout the country, which I didn't even get to last week. But, yeah, Bush W, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton and uh, Barack Obama, the first black president, they all are teaming up on an NGO to ship illegal aliens to a community near you throughout the country because of course they are i mean y'all and then they they don't even want to account for all the missing children which we're going to get to that whistleblowers uh, um comma testimony earlier this week which was powerful anyway the point is this he was starting to ask questions as to why republicans and democrats seem to all be banding against we the people and he certainly became more populist in the last few years. And he, he maybe wasn't a particularly a Trump guy, but like Trump, he understood that the establishment was out to get you. And they are. And they're out to control every bit of your life. And they're, they're out to silence any opposition. And we saw now that Rupert Murdoch doesn't care about his bottom line as much as he cares about silencing people who tell the truth. People who tell the truth are not welcome on Fox News. Now, I don't know where I don't know what that means for people like Jesse Waters or Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram or Greg Gutfeld. I don't know. I do know that people like Harris Faulkner and Brian Kilmeade and Dana Perino and even Janine Pirro, sadly enough. And I mean, they all seem to be going along to get along. And I get it because that you got that puppet holding the, holding that money. If you're used to a certain lifestyle. You're not going to want that lifestyle taken away. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here, here's my plan for when I break out. I'm going to save my money because, believe me, they're going to come for me, okay? They are going to come for me. So I know this ain't going to last forever. So I'm going to save every bit, of, every bit I can. I'm not going to be worried about my, quote, lifestyle. I'm going to be worried about telling the truth and, quote, speaking truth to power, which I never understood what that meant. I, it was like one of those weird things in my mind that I never could. I was like, what does that mean? And then during uh, the BM riots of 2020, I'm like, oh, I understand what that means now. Anyway, so Tucker Carlson was a thorn in their side, much like Dan Bongino was a thorn in their side. And there's a there's a Vanity Fair article that talks about how Tucker was at Rupert Murdoch's um, vineyard in like Napa Valley with his then fiance, he had, you know, another fiance, this man's, this man's got one foot in the grave and doesn't seem to be particularly concerned with his soul because this story is very telling. So they're at this uh, vineyard and his fiance at the time, I don't want, know what her name is, but they're no longer engaged. She tells Tucker, they, they start talking about Bible, the Bible and Exodus and you know, uh, revelation and things like that, and how a lot of the things that we're seeing today, where people's minds are just being 
blinded to what is really going on. And it really lays it. And listen, guys, you know, and I'm not a quote unquote Bible thumper. You know this. You know this. I am a I am a sinner. I am fallen. I, I admit it freely. But I'm a believer. You better believe I'm a believer. And when you look at what's going on in in the world today, it's very easy to line these things up. Although, again, every generation thought they were the last generation, but who knows? So when Tucker and his fiance were talking about God and and spirituality and things like that, Murdoch uh, reportedly got very uncomfortable. Now, why would you get uncomfortable when you're talking about God unless you're doing things that are against God, unless you're promoting things for your greed and for money and to go along to get along instead of telling the truth. So supposedly that was one of the reasons. And then of course, this other, uh, there's another excuse given this Abby Grossberg check. Abby Grossberg was one of Tucker Carlson's bookers. Okay. So Abby Grossberg, you know, filed a, she gets fired or something. And instead of just, you know, going away and trying to find a job with CNN or something, uh, she brings up, you know, oh, Tucker had an unsafe work environment for women. Oh, it's misogynist. Ew. He used the C word in text messages. Um, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you, if it, I use the C word plenty in my daily vernacular, okay? You know, scold all you want. Clutch your pearls elsewhere, as I like to say. It's one of my favorite words. So Tucker using it, like, I'm like, and your point. So it's always these white leftist women that are just making life miserable for everybody else. Like, you can't say anything because it might offend a white leftist woman. And God forbid if the white leftist woman is a little, um, how shall we say, um, uh, 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 body positive, uh, zoftig in size, which we're going to talk about more of that later on in the show. But this Abby Grossberg chick, you know, has this suit against Fox News and they'll probably settle because of course they will. Because like I said last week, Fox settled with Dominion. So they didn't have to talk about election fraud. And they acting like election fraud is fake. It's not real. doesn't exist. And so that is what they're probably going to do with this Abby Grossberg thing. But here's, here's the rub. Abby Grossberg never actually met Tucker Carlson. So for this heifer to walk around saying that Tucker Carlson uh, presented or provided an unsafe working environment and harassment for women, blah, 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 blah. It's like, sweetheart, sweetheart, you can't have it both ways, okay? In, in, In the world of media, in the world of a high pressure job where you know, it's, it's the next story. It's like, boom, boom, boom. It is constantly moving. And we have, we all have ADD now. So we're talking about producers that are pitching ideas and trying to get the show ready. And, and, you know, the bookers are booking the guests and it's very fast paced. And as someone who does, you know, TV, I can tell you these producers, their job is not easy. So they're constantly having to move people around and and figuring out what's best for the night, et cetera. So Abby Grossberg, you know, crying that there was some rough language or that things weren't as nice as she would have wanted them. So she's suing is just, it's ridiculous. It's like, sweetheart, if you're going to be in a dominant male environment, like a lot of, a lot of corporations are, then you're going to have to learn how to deal with it, sweetheart. And yeah, there's going to be some coarse language. There's going to be some uh, yelling. There's going to be some uh, stressing out, especially when you're dealing with deadlines. 
So you can't have your cake and eat it too, unless, of course, you're Abby Grossberg, who's going on every single competitor today show. Nicole Wallace, her, by the way, side note, Nicole Wallace's face. There's my timer. I'm just going to keep going. Nicole Wallace's face is like getting more droopy dog by the day. She's like, do-do-do, I'm Nicole Wallace. Fox News is racist. Tucker Carlson's audience is white nationalist. Tucker Carlson's audience likes to DVR the white supremacist. It's just constant. Anyway, this this dumb Abby Grossberg going on every show and wah, wah, wah. Cry me a river, sweetheart. Cry me a river. And and you know what's amazing to me? I mean, there's just there's there's so much be- behind the Tucker firing. But I don't think Fox realized just what a hornet's nest they kicked. I mean, on the heels of the Bud Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light losing, you know, it's their sales are just plummeting. The first week they lost $5 billion. Now, the second, third week, their sales are down even more. And Dylan Mulvaney's like, oh, oh, this is so horrible. How are all these people making fun of me and, and, and misgendering me? Why, why, that should be a crime. He's actually saying that if you misgender this twink, Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney, you misgender him and call him a him instead of a her, which is what his delusional self thinks. And even he admits, I've always been a theater kid. I've always been, you know, um, just very flamboyant and everything. It's like, yeah, you're a twink. Anyway, so if if we misgender this guy, that he wants people to be arrested. Anyway, you would think on the heels of this debacle of Bud Light, that Fox News would not do this, but they did. And they are going to pay for it dearly, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I haven't turned on Fox News since it happened. I have my old, I have my old Tucker's DVR. I'm going to watch them all and uh, enjoy those. But Tucker's, Tucker's message when he came back, when he put out a tweet, was so great. And it came on exactly at 8 o'clock when his show aired. And he was just positive and upbeat. And he said, you know, the truth is going to win. And that's what I would say to you, ladies and gentlemen. The truth is going to win because it's the truth. And when you tell the truth, even if you say it in a way that me, me, me makes makes white liberal women and little twinks like Dylan Mulvaney clutch their pearls and, uh, you know, leftists all over the world, every cliche leftist on the planet, like, you know, scream at the sky. Even if you say it in a way that pisses these people off, doesn't make it not the truth. And that's why they have to silence us. Because if if you look throughout history, RFK Jr. said it this week. And side note, man, he is handsome, you guys. That is a handsome, handsome man. And whoever cuts his hair does a really good job, I must say. But he said, you know, it, there's never been a, in a history of the world where the censorers were the good guys. Never, 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 never. So AOC going around and, and celebrating that Tucker's gone, saying, ooh, deplatforming works. I did it. I got rid of Tucker Carlson. Yay me. It's, it, it, is, it is telling what these people are saying and what they are doing. They are the censorers. They're the baddies, as they say. All right, guys, I got a lot more. You're listening to Angela's Soapbox on Radio. Radio. We'll be right back.
What's up, Saints and Patriots? I'm Apostle Claver, a proud Texas nationalist, and I'm here to tell you about Texit. For 25 years, Daniel Miller has been working to see the rebirth of the Republic of Texas. His work has been hard, but his passion is deep. For many Texans, there is a deep yearning, a burning to see the prophecy of Sam Houston come true. But the desire of their hearts comes with many questions. Texit has the answer. It's the new book from Daniel Miller and Defiance Press. Texit, why and how Texas will leave the Union. Texit charts the path to Texas independence. This riveting book of facts and philosophy will soothe your anxiety about the coming change and build your confidence that Texans can get it done. You'll want to buy several copies for your family and friends. Like I've said about this governmental mess, the only way out is out. And the best part of Texit, I'm in it. Texit, why and how Texas will leave the Union. It's selling like hotcakes. Buy it on RagingElephantsRadio.com. Angela Soapbox on Raging Elephants Radio. Okay, here's something. <laughs> I have a friend, and I've mentioned her several times. She runs Instagram and Twitter called HTX Kids First. And uh, she talked about kicking a hornet's nest, man. This girl does not play. She is like mama bear on crack. It is really something to behold. So she's been she's been getting tons of tips from parents all over Houston and even, I want to say even Texas, like all the crap these school boards are up to or these, you know, grooming uh, teachers and grooming administrators and people looking the other way on this LGBTQ crap because they've all bowed down to the woke altar and the bath- Baphomet, the, uh, the the God with the, with the, with the boobs and the penis. Uh, yeah. Little demonic. But anyway, um, so I, I'll, I'll just, I'll say her first name. Her name is Jackie. I mentioned her. I mentioned her a couple of times, but she was kind of being targeted by our media in Houston this week, like a lives of TikTok type of thing, because her, her uh, handle is getting a lot of traction and a lot of people, again, are sending her tips and information. So one parent sent her some information about this play that they were doing at the Main Street Theater called James and the Giant Peach, which is a rolled doll, which frankly, you know, rolled doll is hashtag problematic. I'm, I'm sure they changed a bunch of language in there so they didn't offend any alphabet people or black people or fat people or whatever. So the, the, the parent contacts Jackie and is like, listen, in this play, there is a transgender man, a man, basically, playing the role of a woman, playing the role of this aunt. And he's dressed up very flamboyantly like a drag queen. But in in real life, he's also identifies as transgender. So it's a dude who took a woman's part. 
So again, isn't it isn't it ironic that the people who were fighting uh, against women being marginalized in the workplace, marginalized in Hollywood, um, you know, fighting to not have genitals removed in Islamic countries, these people are perfectly fine with mental patients and mental cases like uh, whoever this actor is in James and the Giant Peach, people like Dylan Mulvaney, people like Dr. Rachel Mulvaney, perfectly fine with these men taking roles that were meant for women. Y'all, <clears throat> back in the day of Shakespeare and other plays, when women were truly second-class citizens, women could not go on the stage the way a man could. So any women, any female part was played by a man, okay? I don't know if you know that or not, but it's true. And as someone who was an actress and has done theater at different points in my life, I can tell you this is true. So again, where are the feminists? Where are they? Where are they? Because um, it, it would seem to me that you would you should have a problem with a boy taking a girl's part. But anyway, so there's this big, big, big kerfuffle over this play. And she's just been, you know, pummeled by the media this week, trying to get her to, to figure out who this lady is, who's who's doing this. Who's uh, who's buying this account, trying to dox her? I mean, look, these leftists will stop at nothing to destroy us. And luckily, my friend is an amazing prayer warrior, and she is surrounded in the white light of Christ. And, and I mean, she's my she's the Lauren Boebert to my Marjorie Taylor Greene. I love her. I think she's phenomenal, and I think she's just getting started. So. If you want to go support Jackie, please go to HTX Kids First on Twitter or Instagram and follow her account because she's got some great stuff. Now, um, to that end, let's talk. Let's talk about the Alphabet people uh, some more because it, this is truly a uh, this is a grooming of an entire generation of people. So back in the day when when normal when sanity prevailed. People that identified as gay or lesbian, there wasn't there wasn't fourteen other. Uh, alphabet letters to choose from then people who identified as gay or lesbian were about three percent of the population now if you know anything about psychology you know this uh, psychologist named kinsey who did this huge kinsey report and it was all you know all the uh, kind of sexual proclivities and deviancies etc and his research showed and this is back in the 50s that the, the gay and lesbians made up about three percent of the population and when I thought about my graduating class in high school, there were about 147 of us. And I want to say maybe five or six kids were gay or lesbian. And uh, so I was like, yep, yeah, that's 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 about the right statistic, actually. If you think about it, it's like 5%. So maybe a little higher than the statistical average, but not much. So now this generation, Gen Z, which is, oy vey, I mean, Again, if we thought millennials were going to be a problem when they took over, th these these coddled little brats who don't know how to work and who get offended about everything and whatever, this is it's going to be a disaster. All right. This is a, from Gays Against Groomers, which is another great account you should be following. If the reason for the explosion in people who identify as, quote, LGBTQ is because of social acceptance, then why is the increase most dramatic in Gen Z? What about all those repressed Gen Xers? It's because they're kids and being trans is a trend. Kids always fall for a trend. Now, right now in 2022, um, this is this is what it says. 
7.2% of all U.S. adults identify as LGBT. Okay. 19.7% in 2022 of Gen Z identify as LGBT, Q, XXX, whatever. Millennials, 11.2%. Gen X, 3.3. What I say, what did I say? And what's going to be even more interesting, check this out. Baby boomers, so the generation before Gen X, 2.7%. So we had 3.3 and 2.7%. And then the uh, the ones born before the traditionalists before 1946, only 1.7%. So of, of course, the uh, the psychopaths will tell you, well, as everything's become more acceptable, people are more comfortable coming out and being who they are and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. What we have is a massive push to groom, a massive push to sterilize for big pharma and for these hospitals to have a constant flow of uh, confused patients who need surgical intervention and medical and pharmaceutical intervention in order to quote feel okay in their body all right so we don't have a we have a situation where millennials 11.2% and now gen z 19.7% identify as alphabet people as pronoun people that's one fifth y'all one fifth i mean if you if you don't think this is a calculated uh, thing i don't know what to tell you anymore and we've got we the alphabet people are also pushing to have some of them, not all of them, but the ones who are going along with this, and that's a whole lot of them. The alphabet people are pushing for the inclusion of uh, sexual attraction to minors. Minor, they call them maps. They don't want to call them pedophiles. They call them minor attracted persons. So these minor attracted persons to be lumped into a sexual preference to get rid of the stigma of pedophilia, which y'all, that's what this has always been about. Okay. We've got former presidents banding together to ship kids and, 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 and adults all over the United States with sponsors, without sponsors. And this week there was a whistleblower that came in front of the, uh, some committee in the house and I, you know, I've got to get her name uh, in, in the break if I can remember, but my brain, as, as you know, it's a, uh, it's a little jumbled in here. Go uh, 8 million miles a minute. We'll just, we'll just run with it right now. If I forget to get her name, look it up. Trust me on this. So a woman came, she was a whistleblower and she worked with the Biden administration um, in their, uh, she was trying to help these illegal alien kids be placed in situations or homes that would be safe for them. Because here's what's going on. These dirt bags over the border, parents, no parents of the year, sending their four-year-old across the border to, through Guatemala. Yeah, great, great parents. Anyway, these kids are being shipped and sent in this arduous journey to the United States. And she said that she was uh, expecting that the Biden administration would be there to kind of help these kids find sponsorship and homes and group homes and whatever. No, 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 no. The Biden administration, and this is her contention, and she's a whistleblower. She said, basically, the United States, helped by the Biden, which is the Biden administration right now, the Biden administration is acting as a middleman for sex traffickers and human traffickers. 
because these kids are being either lost, quote unquote, lost, disappeared. She said like 80,000 kids are unaccounted for. 80,000 kids. And some of these little kids are being shipped from uh, indigenous parts of Central America, like in Guatemala, where they speak a very specific Mayan dialect and language. And they don't even speak Spanish. So these poor children who are young, and I don't know how they're identifying kids. Is, is it five-year-old? Is it 17-year-old? Whatever. Point is, they don't speak any English. They don't speak any Spanish. And so they're completely adrift. They get shipped there by God knows who, maybe snatched like the old days of the slave catcher. Who knows? And these kids are either being sold for sex. They're being sold for child labor. They're being put into sweatshops. They're being put into slaughterhouses. And they have to work off the debt. And until they work off the debt, they're not going any place. And you know how that goes. They're just going to keep increasing the debt that the person owes. It's, it's, it is mind-blowing what is happening at our southern border. And this weekend, um, Lara Logan is leading a group um, with Mark Meckler's um, Convention of States Action. They're doing a uh, an event at the border. Excuse me, not the border, at the at Texas State Capitol. And uh, asking asking Greg Abbott some uh, some tough questions, which we're going to get to in the third segment, because you've probably never heard of Plum Grove, Texas. Well, I'm going to tell you about Plum Grove and I'm going to tell you about what these traffickers, these middlemen, these uh, quote unquote entrepreneurs in our own midst are doing in order to get rich and to thwart American law. It's disgusting, and you need to hear about it. You're listening to Angela's Soapbox on Raging Elfits Radio. I'll be right back. do it the rer 2 plus 2 challenge howdy rowdy texans it's me e the millennial voice of rer i'm a big fan of RagingElephantsRadio.com. more texas voters should be listening to rer every day a better deeper knowledge of how texas works will help texas voters to make texas more like texas the rer 2 plus 2 challenge Listen to RER two hours a day, every day, for two weeks. You'll learn more about Texas politics in two weeks than you've ever known. Mark it on your daily calendar. Set your phone alarm. The RER 2 plus 2 challenge. Two hours a day, every day, for two weeks. RagingElephantsRadio.com. The rebellious voice of Texas liberty.
Welcome back to Angela's Soapbox on Radio Radio. Okay, my brain remembered this. Okay, whistleblower tells Congress that the government is delivering migrant children to human traffickers. Tara Lee Rodas warned the U.S. is the, quote, middleman in a trafficking operation. Here's her quote. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in their home country, smuggled to the U.S. border, and ends when Office of Refugee Resettlement delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, to that end, you've never heard of Plum Grove, Texas, have you? And if you live in Texas and you wonder, well, first of all, when are we going to get some movement on the election fraud case that happened in Harris County? They, they, they seem to drop that like a hot potato. Greg Abbott and Ken Paxton like, oh, we're going to we're going to open up an or- investigation and the Texas Rangers are on it. Well, it is crickets, y'all. And unless they're doing something behind the scenes, we have no idea like if anything is even happening. And what these Democrats are doing, like Lena Hildago and others, they are trying to they they are they are. Anyone who FOIAs something. So I have a friend, her name is Marissa Hansen. She's fabulous. She is, I mean, at the tip of the spear, y'all. This this girl is getting threats like you would not believe, and I'm not exaggerating, and these are serious threats. She is uncovering all kinds of stuff and shenanigans with Harris County. But one of the things they are doing is anyone that FOIAs some information, like Marissa will FOIA, uh, where, why did this money go here? Why, you know, all, follow the money type of situations. So what they're doing, Rodney Ellis, Lena Hildago, other dirtbags, uh, Adrian Garcia, they're basically saying that because there's an ongoing lawsuit, that they're taking all of those FOIA requests and they're putting them in the lawsuit file. So Marissa can't get her FOIA requests and people who are submitting FOIAs can't get them. So we, what we're trying to do is get a lawyer on this. And I have a friend that uh, hopefully is going to be getting involved with this so we can move this along because uh, we need to see what's in those FOIAs, the things that Marissa is asking for. And one of the things Marissa is asking about is this, uh, why is why is Greg Abbott, you know, talking a big game about securing the Texas border, which, you know, we talk about good, good Greg Abbott, bad Greg Abbott. Good Greg Abbott's like, oh, we're going to send the National Guard to the Texas border and we're going to secure the border. And but uh, we're not going to build anything. And, uh, you know, we catch anybody. We're not going to do anything about it. And he talked a big game during election uh, time to basically uh, categorize these cartels as foreign domestic, ter- sorry, foreign terrorists. It's, it's some sort of designation. And if they designate them a foreign terrorist, they can do certain things to them, like arrest them, like you know, detain them indefinitely or whatever. I don't know. There's all these things that they can do if we characterize them as such. And Greg Abbott uh, allegedly did that, but he's not doing anything about it. Like, it's, they're just, as we see, just pouring over the border. And then we've got this, you know, whistleblower saying, yeah, the human tra- we're just delivering them to the human traffickers. In fact, these sponsors, quote unquote, she said, a sponsor will come get a kid. And then, like, she said, I witnessed myself the same spots are coming back the next day, get another kid. So where are these kids going, y'all? Where are these children going? These children who are vulnerable, who don't have parents there, who don't speak the language, 
I mean, it, it, it sends chills up my spine when we see this explosion and this, this attempted normalization of pedophilia and the pronoun mafia trying to shove their lifestyle down our throats. And you wonder what they're doing with these kids that have just disappeared into thin air. Uh, it ain't good, you guys. It ain't good. So let me tell you about Plum Grove and how uh, Greg Abbott is benefiting from it. And I'm going to have uh, someone hopefully soon to talk about this situation more um, closely. So Plum Grove is this little uh, state, um, excuse me, this little town near Liberty County. And hang on a minute. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find the name of this guy because Marissa told us this whole thing at our meeting this weekend. Of course, I'm literally going off the top of my head, so I don't have his um, I don't have his name. OK, here we go. Um, so Plum Grove is a tiny town that has like 800 people in it. So this builder who is, uh, let's see, what is his name? What is his name? Trey Harris is his name. Okay, Trey Harris, whose company Colony Ridgeland is developing 9,000 lots in Plum Grove is after a different market. Poor Latino laborers who can't afford the city. And y'all, it's not poor Latino laborers. It's illegal aliens. So this 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 a-hole Trey Harris, this guy who basically went into Plum Grove and he, he was smart. He didn't do Liberty County, didn't do Montgomery County. He knows exactly kind of where to go to get away with this. Because in Montgomery County, they would not, they would, they would absolutely not uh, deal with this at all. So Plum Grove is a tiny town. They don't have the resources to fight this, essentially. So this guy buys all these plots of land and they're advertising for it in Mexico, in Central America. And they're telling these people, come get your part of the American dream. So they're luring these people here. And then when they get them there, they sell them these plots of land, which, you know, it's owner financed. And it's like through the roof uh, interest rates. And he can do what he wants because he's the owner and he's financing it. And they basically build this, they built this shanty town in the middle of this little community called Plum Grove. They're not building how it's not like Bedford Falls, you guys. Okay, it's not George George Bailey making cute little homes for people who uh, wouldn't otherwise be able to afford homes. No, this is Pottersville. Okay, this is Mr. Potter. This is the slumlord. His name is Trey Harris, and he's creating this, this these plots of land where these people will come, put down all this money, and then the minute they can't pay, he kicks them out, brings in another family. And it's just over and over and over. And it's literally like chicken wire and a tarp. And then they've got, you know, the schools in Plum Grove in this tiny Cleveland County, which again, doesn't have the resources that a Harris County would have. The, the schools are being overrun and overwhelmed with illegal alien children to the point where they're just basically putting out trailers to try and educate these kids. And it's like, the, the 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 citizens of the town don't want to do that. They don't want to, they don't want these people there. Why why would you want your tax dollars going to this? But at the same time, it's like they, they these kids have nowhere else to go. I mean, that's the situation that they have created in this little in this little Plum Grove area. And y'all, it's not just happening in Texas; it's happening in other parts of the the country too. Also, in other in Texas, we're starting to see Chinese nationals. Military age Chinese nationals in the uh, the Darien, what's it called near Panama? Ugh, my, I'm I'm having a brain fart. They're all gathering in this Darien. Let's see if I look it up real quick. Darien. 
what is it called? See, this is Chinese nationals. Oh. Decline. I don't know if you heard that, but I had a phone call coming in. Anyway, the point is, in uh, the in the Darien port, all these Chinese nationals are being uh, shipped in. And they're all military age men. The Darien Gap. There we go. The Darien Gap. They take a one hour ferry from Nicolosi to, I mean, this, this is, this is amazing. You guys, this is amazing. So all these Chinese nationals are coming through the Darien Gap to America through Texas, through California, through Arizona, through our wide open border. And again, when you connect the dots, and you understand that we're dealing with a president who is totally corrupt and completely bought and paid for by China and probably a pedophile and probably involved in human sex trafficking because that's what the Hunter Biden laptop tells us. He has to allow the Chinese to come in and get a foothold in our country. They're coming in fast and furious. They're setting up private Chinese police departments in major cities. There was one in New York that was busted up a few weeks ago. You probably heard about this. But why are they there? They're, they're there to keep an eye on their citizens because this is a communist regime. And they're there to make sure that whoever is coming in through the Darien Gap, these military-aged men, they're not here. Uh, we, they don't come in peace, okay? They come in not peace. They're doing recon on America. They're saying, wow, you know what? These people are more focused on a... a the pronoun people and uh, uh, little men pretending they're women and transgenders in the army and, uh, uh, you know, making sure that fat people don't feel marginalized, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. And they've got this unbelievably corrupt president that no one is even talking about the things he's doing. And again, it's like the tree falls in the forest. No one hears it. Did it fall? We've got people that are uh, dumb, fat, lazy, woke, confused, and compliant all over the country. We're This is ripe for takeover, ladies and gentlemen. And isn't that what the end game is for any regime that wants to topple the United States? Get rid of our Constitution, but most importantly for the deep state and for the people trying to destroy this country is to get rid of the Second Amendment. Because if you get rid of the Second Amendment, every other amendment falls. There's no more First Amendment. There's no more any amendments. There's no more constitution. So uh, that's what we've got going on with this administration, this horrifically criminal administration. And it's just getting worse every day. But guys, there, there, there's, there's reason for hope. We saw the blowback with Tucker, even though the left is celebrating. It's like, be careful what you wish for, because Tucker Carlson, hopefully he gets out of his contract and then he can speak freely. And go to wherever he wants to go. And if it's a, if Fox is like, well, you have to pay back all the money, I guarantee you somebody would pony up the money in three seconds. They're like, Daily Wire be like, how much is this contract? We'll buy it from you. Like, it's it, he needs to be able to speak. But Fox is trying to make sure that he can't. But if it, the truther movement, if you will, is growing, is exploding. People that tell the truth are going to be the winners in the end. So as you're on this journey with me, telling the truth to these people and my you know my goal is to make their lives a living hell on the daily like and i will because i can't stand these people just know all hope is not lost but it's it, people gotta wake up pull their heads out of their butts all right guys you're listening to soapbox on radio one more segment we'll be right back
Listen up, Texans. RER Nation has got to grow. We've got to have those RER app downloads. Android devices. Here's how to share the RER app. Get to your application manager through settings. Tap the RER app logo. There's your Google Play, right? Scroll down. See the share icon? Hit it. Choose text or messenger. Pick a couple of Texas Patriots. Give a testimony in 160 characters. Send. iOS device folks, do the equivalent through the app store. Let's get it viral. RER app. It's no secret about the censorship that big technology companies are practicing as we speak. Are there ways to get around this? For us, the Raging Elephants Radio, and for you, the Raging Elephants Radio app is the way to do that. It gives us direct communication to you with no middleman, no Facebook, no Google, no Twitter, Raging Elephants Radio, and you in direct connection, no interception. Beat the censorship. Download the Raging Elephants Radio app. All right, welcome back to Angela's Soapbox on Radio. It is the shoe warning segment, and I got a lot. Um, first things first, um, let's talk about something the media is refusing to speak about whatsoever, and that is the fact that Joe Biden and Anthony Blinken uh, directed the CIA or former CIA people to basically say that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. And if you talk about it, you're just a Russian stooge like Tucker Carlson. So literally, the current Secretary of State is responsible when he was working with the Biden campaign, directed by Biden, to tell the CIA, the FBI, whoever, let's concoct this group of this cabal of deep state former and current intelligence officials, these 51 people who who allegedly have, we have top secret clearance. And let's all say that the Hunter Biden laptop story was completely bogus and made up in Russia disinformation. That's what they did. And that is called election interference. That's called treason, ladies and gentlemen. It goes beyond election interference. It is treason with a capital T. Because they did this knowingly, y'all. That's what people don't seem to understand. Like they're ignoring it and everything like that. But I am of the I am of the continued hope, and maybe it's Pollyanna at this point, but I am of the continued hope that this crap is gonna come out and this is going to stick to them. And we are going to have justice. And it may not be when we want it, because we want it yesterday. But y'all, this cannot keep going on without uh, a reckoning. And unless they've completely rigged everything and where a Democrat will always get elected for the end till the end of time. And, you know, like in communist Russia, they'll get 98 percent of the vote or like they did in uh, Iran. Like, oh, look, the Ayatollah got 98 percent of the vote. Imagine that it was a landslide unless they can rig that and get rid of elections, which is what Rush Limbaugh always said the left wanted, which, of course, they do. But uh, until they do that, we're going to just have to keep fighting them. And I'm certainly not going to stop. So that's that's an interesting story nobody's covering. 
And look, they're they're going to be bringing Alan Alvin Bragg. They're going to be bringing Tony Blinken in front of this weaponization committee and asking some really tough questions. Which, of course, C-SPAN won't run, and the news will not cover, and Fox News won't cover because uh, Fox News, I guess, again is going back to milk toast. Fox News, uh, they're they're ditching the the MAGA movement, if you will. They're ditching the populist moving movement the people who actually watch their shows and uh, buy Fox Nation subscriptions. Um, they're just ditching all those people. It's funny because Fox Nation is their digital arm, their subscription service, which Tucker Carlson today was the anchor of, or the, the anchor meaning the, the, the main show, which is why people bought it. And people are just canceling left and right. Like to- Fox News stock took a huge hit. The day that they ditch Tucker. I mean, again, dumb, dumb, dumb. But uh, it's what you want. You you want to you want to purge every voice that has anything to say about election fraud, the open border, Joe Biden's criminal family, all of it. You want to purge it all, and you want to purge anyone talking about how they are witch hunting Donald Trump to this day. This this ridiculous case going on in New York City with this unattractive harridan called E. Jean Carroll, who says that Trump raped her at a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room 25 years ago or whenever she's saying it happened. And she's like, we went shopping. We went shopping for lingerie. That's right. Donald Trump and I went shopping for lingerie. And then he was in the dressing room with me and he raped me. And it's like, Donald Trump... This is how Marxist, this is how we're being run by Marxists right now. So New York is having the trial of this woman. It's not a criminal trial, it's a civil trial. And it's the fact that it it is even taking place is is absurd because there's no, the burden of proof has not been met by any standard to even go forward with the trial. And again, he's not being criminally charged with rape. So Donald Trump puts out two truths, basically telling his side of the story on his on Truth Social. And the judge in the case, like, excoriated Trump for doing that. So he's not allowed to defend himself when it comes to the stolen election. He's not allowed to defend himself when it comes to this ridiculous Alvin Bragg thing. He's not allowed to defend himself against a lunatic feminist psycho, a white leftist women who, again, are the bane of all of our existences, a white leftist woman, woman who claims he raped her. I mean, this is this is what they did to Brett Kavanaugh all over again. This is uh, Christine Bosley Ford. Yes, Brett Kavanaugh raped me. I don't remember anything about it, and no one can prove it that I was there. But it happened. I these people, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm gonna make it my mission to destroy them to destroy them politically of course i would never threaten violence unlike these lunatics so yeah trump's dealing with that we're dealing with joe biden you know committing treason left and right human human sex trafficking all of it i mean these these are some sick puppies y'all some sick sick puppies and let it not be said i I think i'm gonna have to save this for next week and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna put this in my show notes for next week because it's too good. We need to talk about this. There is this fat lady. <laughs> the I mentioned last week, Lizzo and the fat army um, are crowning themselves the new beauty standard. And you know what it is? It's, it's, it, people are like, oh, you're being a little harsh against 
people who are overweight. It's like, listen, I understand that people struggle with their weight. I totally understand that. And I am not disparaging you for struggling with your weight. I struggled with my weight through my life, throughout my life, different points in my life. Every Most people do. What I have a problem with and why I mock them and call them the fat army is because they are celebrating it and they're acting like it's normal and it's healthy. And if you don't like it, there's something wrong with you. And the latest thing, and we're going to get to it next week, I'm going to definitely put it in my show notes. There's this uh, fat lady named Virginia Soleil Smith who uh, says if y- you the, the, the diet culture is promoting white supremacy. Well, duh, my white supremacy. Of course it is. Y'all, I can't. I can't with these people. I can't. We've got leftists celebrating Tucker being ousted, but Tucker is going to come back stronger than ever. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Fox News is going to tr- follow away, flicker away and die. And you know what it is? It's I wish that we had more people inside that organization that, you know, especially the ones that are multi, multi, multi millionaires. Okay. The ones that have been there for decades, if you will. Like, where are they? Why won't they go out on a limb and say, you know what? I got enough money now. <clears throat> Flame on. This was BS what you did. But they don't because they want to keep that money rolling. They like to have that show. People get addicted to that stuff. Like for me, honest to God, like here's my goal. Make enough money so I don't have to worry about money. And then I've got these two like million dollar ideas that I want to develop. And I'm not telling you people about it because you'll steal them because they're good. And I went and then I, you know, focus on like my pack work and stuff like that. And I've got a million dollar idea for the pack. By the way, if you live in Texas and you want to humiliate Sheila Jackson Lee, And I mean, humiliate her. I mean, humiliate her because she's running for mayor and she's probably going to win. Please contact me because I have an idea that we can funnel through my, the pack that I am treasurer of Save Texas Now, a billboard campaign that will humiliate the hell out of Sheila Jackson Lee. So contact me, Angela Soapbox1 at Gmail, if you're interested in that. Um, Y'all, that's my time. I could keep going, but soon I'm going to have a lot more time. You're listening to Angela Soapbox on Radio Olympics Radio. If you want to be a sponsor of my new ventures, please contact me, Angela Soapbox1 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter uh, and uh, Twitter, BitChute, Rumble, and YouTube is Angela Soapbox. There's another Angela Soapbox out there that I had originally, but I can't even access it anymore. So it's me, but I can't access it. So it's just Angela Soapbox. And it's me, like, in a green tank top. Like, it's the, the it's a picture uniform on all those. Um, Facebook and Instagram is The Real Angela Box. And until next time, everybody, keep kicking ass and taking names. Peace!